Welcome to the podcast. In repairs and maintenance, we're now dealing with unreasonable expectations. At times, there will always be an owner or a landlord or even a tenant that has an unreasonable expectation. We can work with people and guide them as much as possible. However, there's always that one difficult client. The key to any kind of diffusing of a situation like this is to make sure that you've got detailed notes on your systems, that you're involving your team leader or principal, and that they're across the issue as well. There's no such thing as the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, it's evidence. It's evidence that you've done your job, that you've collected the information and put it onto the system. Should you be providing quotes? Should you be providing photos? All of this needs to be easily accessible for everyone. So having the opportunity to to discuss the issue face-to-face can sometimes diffuse things better than over the phone or within an email sense. So maybe having the ability to have the posture to bring that client in that's giving you a hard time or giving the office a hard time and really sit across to them face-to-face and have a, you know an adult conversation, a professional conversation in which we can actually improve um, the outcome. Should the client be requesting an unreasonable solution or a difficult request, always involve your team leader. And I think that's really imperative to make sure that everyone's across it. To give you a bit of an idea what I'm talking about, we had um, an owner of a property that had approved some tenants to go into that property and, um, you know, signed a 12-month lease. Um, They were allowed to bring their pet, their dog, And the dog um, was part of the approval process. The tenants were inducted. The owner was aware of what the property was like. As it progressed, the dog uh, kept getting out of the yard. Now, we had uh, a property manager attend the property, really look at the fence, have an idea of exactly what could be done to address it. And in this scenario, um, the fence really was past repairing. Now, the owner of the property had an expectation that that tenant would pay for that fence that needed to be repaired some, you know, thousands of dollars in, in, in that space to actually provide a fixture really to the property rather than, um, you know, giving um, a reasonable solution to what could be done. Look, this went on and on and on and it ended up in a tribunal sense and the tribunal member actually awarded the tenant's compensation because the owner, the landlord, had requested something really unreasonable. And I'm not saying that this could be prevented by any way. I'm just saying that we need to be able to try and really um, induct our landlords, induct our tenants, and induct the way in which we want it to be in that Ray White space. Do you know how, how will that owner be perceived? What does need to happen in your repairs and maintenance for the future when you're doing your routine inspections? And what are we going to do to mitigate any loss of, of the landlord as well as the agency? So at times, it's best not to involve the tenant if there's something that you need to discuss with the owner prior to getting approval. Um, even when things make sense, there's always a block in, in that space to some point. It could be a very simple element that turns into quite a messy scenario. Um, and the landlord insisted that in this particular case, they continue and, and had they just replaced the fence and actually been given, um, you know, a resolution to it and a process in which we could make things better, you know, the owner is now up for obviously a new fence, but also up for $800 in compensation to the tenants for, for doing what 
he's done or they've done um, to that particular tenant. So first step, guys, to wrap it up, we really need to be involving our team leaders. We need to be across the legislation, what is what is able to be done and what is is not able to be done and what is unreasonable. 